This is the Relationship Badass Podcast, where we learn to open our hearts and love authentically. It's an honor to have you here. Now, let's go deep together. Perfectly perfect as you are in your imperfect human form beings. Welcome, welcome back. This is the Relationship Badass Podcast. My name is Nikki Sunshine, coming at you from Bali. Hello, I'm back. Sayateman di Bali pagi sini. My friend from Bali arrived here unexpectedly, so I was away for a moment, but I'm back. Hello, hello. Thank you for being here today with me. Ah, I feel so honored and thankful that you're choosing to spend your precious moments with me in your ear. I feel so honored to have this platform, this podcast, to communicate with you all through the auditory medicine, and (laughs) uh, yeah, just feeling so much gratitude in my heart right now. So today's episode is really juicy, I'm, I'm excited to bring this to you guys. Today we're talking about healing through authentic self-expression and genuine (sighs) self-acceptance. Now, those of you that have been listening to the podcast for some time know that unlike most podcast hosts, I am not consistent (laughs) with these podcasts. Um, I put out podcast episodes when I'm feeling truly inspired when I feel I genuinely have something to share that is of value to all of you listening. So um, that's why they're always so damn juicy. (laughs) And these past few weeks, I don't know if y'all felt this Scorpio full moon come into effect, but I sure did. And 
what's been happening over here and simultaneously in the lives of most of my closest companions and friends from across the world and in the lives of all of my clients is that these deep core wounds that we all have are being brought to the surface. Something is happening in my world, in your world. Circumstances are shifting that are so brilliantly on the part of the universe bringing these core wounds to the surface, right? So it's like, you can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> That's what I picture the universe saying right now. And um, it's, it's painful for so many and confronting, right? And being in this process with myself for these last, it's been like two or three weeks, I've really been deep in process with myself. Um, so much clarity and understanding has come through that time of aloneness, self-reflection, silence. I am blessed right now with the, I'll call it an opportunity, because even though at moments it feels like a jail sentence, <laughs> I know that everything in my life is an opportunity for me to experience more growth, more understanding, more connection to God, the universe. So I'm currently blessed living in Bali, which is a huge blessing. I came here alone and have been here now for almost three months, going on Tiga Bulan, Tingal di Bali, three months staying in Bali. And I you know, came here to travel and ended up grounding down in Bali due to coronavirus and the um, travel bans and whatnot. And it's such an interesting time to be stuck in a country where I know nobody because while Bali's not technically on lockdown, which is such a blessing, I can get on my little motorbike every day. I can go to my favorite nature spots. Um, all events and things like that have been shut down for the time being. So there's no real way to meet people right now, um, at least not the obvious ways you would think, right? So I've been granted this time to be so, so alone, living in um, this villa nestled in between the rice field and the jungle and um, just such a grand opportunity for self-reflection and silence listening. So what I'm sharing today is a lot of the clarity, what I like to call downloads that have been coming through these last few days as I sort of make my way out of this personal storm. I call it this because it's not the only one, right? Life is a journey of walking into the storm and coming out of the storm into the storm and coming out of the storm. So <sighs> before I dive into this week's juicy content, significant downloads, I want to start this episode as always with a bit of gratitude. And what I feel so thankful for this time in this moment 
truly is for all of the people in my life who come in the form of haters or someone who's rejected me or someone who insults me or someone who doesn't like me. These people, I like to call them teachers because while my experience with them can be quite painful in the moment and it can bring up my own deep core wound of feeling rejected and wondering, am I too much? They are grand teachers and their presence in my life continues to gift me opportunities to be present with that part of myself, right? That part of myself that feels like she's too much and fears rejection and, um, you know, fears not being accepted by others. I get to be with her and every time I'm truly just present with her and I don't try and change her or make her wrong or get rid of her, I grow. And I evolve, and I come out with new understandings and a deeper sense of peace and love and acceptance for all of who I am, not just the joyful parts and the vibrant parts, right? So I have a few people. I'm saying their names in my mind right now. I, I won't say their names out loud just to honor their privacy, but to each of you out there, I'm really thanking you in this moment for the way you've come into my life. And wow, a hummingbird. Look out. Huh. Huh. A hummingbird just is right in front of me. This is so interesting. a little distracted by the hummingbird. Um, but thank you. Thank you to all these teachers. I so appreciate the medicine you've offered me and the growth I've been able to experience through my encounters with you, however painful, however confronting, however scary in the moment. But thank you from the bottom of my heart. <sighs> Before we go on, y'all know your girl's looking up hummingbird medicine right now because this is actually the first hummingbird I've seen in Bali. Truly, this is the first one I've seen. Um, I've been here almost three months, so that is interesting. And I am so open to the signs of the universe right now that... what we got here. Hummingbird, spirit animal, meaning, hummingbird medicine. Lightness of being, enjoyment of life, being more present, bringing playfulness and joy into your life, adaptability, 
hummingbird medicine is the power that touches your heart as you dance the four corners of embodied existence. Hummingbirds bring us medicine to solve the riddle, to awaken us to the beauty that already exists. Wow. <sighs> that medicine is just oh so relevant to exactly what we're going to be talking about right now. Thank you for that validation, God, universe. <laughs> hmm. Because today we're talking about healing through authentic self-expression and genuine self-acceptance. Now, what does this mean? Genuine self-acceptance to me is learning to love and accept myself just as I am. In this moment, in this moment, in this moment. And ultimately realizing that I am love, I am consciousness, right fucking now. Even if I'm on the floor crying my eyes out, or even if in this moment I'm experiencing jealousy or anger or feeling unworthy or questioning my worth or judging others, even in these moments, I am love, I am light, I am God. So, I think there's this belief that many of us hold that, okay, I'm here on earth to, to become conscious. And once I, okay, so I'm not very conscious right now. Here are all my problems. Here are all the things I need to change about myself. I'm judgmental. I have this core wound. I don't feel loved. I need to feel loved in every moment. I, I have a, I deal with not feeling worthy or accepted. I need to fix that. And so, okay, let me read a book. Let me go to yoga. Let me meditate. Let me do some breath work. Let me go to therapy. And once I do all these things, then, then finally I will be fixed. Hopefully I will become more conscious. I will, I will experience myself as being closer to God. Now, just check in with yourself. Does that sound like a story you carry? Try that on for size. Does it fit? And if it does, no worries. No problems here. But I think you're going to really benefit from this episode, if you resonate with that. So, your grandest purpose on earth Mine too, it's all the same, is to be authentically you in every single moment and to love that and to accept that genuinely. So this is your grandest purpose, to be authentically you in every single moment. When we're born... We're so fucking authentic, right? A baby is about as authentic as it gets. A baby doesn't stop and think before it cries like, hmm, is this a good time to cry? 
oh look, everyone's everyone's really peaceful. If I just start crying, I'm going to disrupt people. What are they going to think? Are they going to start feeling sad because I'm sad? Uh, maybe I should wait. Maybe I should wait till I'm alone with mom. Maybe I should wait till we're not in a public place. Babies don't have these thoughts, right? As a baby, we are just being who the fuck we are in every goddamn moment, and we don't give a shit. <laughs> And so we come into this earth free of programming, free of belief systems that were created based on programming and experiences, right? So as we grow up, as I grow up, I have experiences with my caretakers, with my mom, with my dad, with my peers, with my brother, with my sister, whoever it is. Some of these experiences are joyful and some of them quite painful. And we, we look back on these experiences, or I'm sorry, as these experiences are happening, we start creating beliefs around them, right? So let me give just kind of a random example here. Say you're a baby and you're crying because you're hungry, right? You're hungry, you are ready to get fed, so you start crying. You're crying and you're crying and you're waiting for mom to come or dad or whoever. And maybe mom is the caretaker who's around right now, and maybe mom's really wrapped up in work, and she's on a work call. And she's like, oh, I'll be, I'll be there soon. I just need to finish this call. Or maybe mom was dealing with alcoholism when you were growing up. So mom was passed out and didn't hear you crying for over an hour. So as that baby's crying and crying and says, I have this need, I'm hungry, please come meet my need, and nobody's responding immediately in that moment, the baby will start to take on a belief that, oh, my needs don't get met. Maybe my needs aren't worthy. Nobody's coming here to take care of my needs. My needs aren't worthy. I am not worthy of having my needs met. Okay, so this is just an example of how we... create belief systems based on experiences and how we become programmed through life to believe certain things. Now, a lot of these belief systems were made when you were a young child before you can even remember, especially if the experiences were traumatic, then you most likely don't remember because our memory has a way of blocking those out. Um, and so it's not often something you could go back and say, oh yeah, I remember I was two months old and mom didn't come bring me the bottle and this belief formed in my system, right? And so we just have these belief systems and this is the blueprint that you, that I, that everyone on earth, each of us has a unique one, chose to come here on earth and experience, right? When, when we were up in infinity as spirit, as light, however you think about it, and we said earth, that's where I'm going to go for this lifetime. We chose a set of human qualities, human experiences to have. Because you can't have this kind of experience up in the ethers. We have feelings, we have taste, touch, smell, all these things that are very earthly, right? We're surrounded by plants and trees, and these are very earthly experiences. And so we came to choose here to live as humans on earth. And... So let's talk about the journey. So
so our grandest purpose is to be off. So my grandest purpose is to be authentically me in every single fucking moment. So what does that mean? What does being authentically me? It means being who I am right now. Whether I'm singing, laughing, crying, screaming, farting, freaking out, hysterically giggling, it doesn't matter. Whoever I am right now authentically, that is me in my truest form. Now, because so many of us, actually I will say all of us, all of us human beings here, have these experiences that caused us to take on belief systems as we were growing up, most of us don't freely allow ourselves to be authentically us in any given moment, right? Oftentimes we're trying to change who we are in any given moment. So it's like, oh God, I feel jealous. God, what is wrong with me? Why are you jealous? You know jealousy doesn't help anything. Okay, okay, let's transmute the jealousy. Let's do some breath work. <sighs> I can feel the jealousy leaving my body. I can feel the jealousy leaving my body. Okay, let me say some affirmations. I am not jealous. I am not jealous. I am open. I am loving. I am not jealous. Okay, let me go to therapy and deal with this jealousy. Therapist, I feel jealous when my boyfriend talks to other women. What's wrong with me? How can I get rid of this? Okay, so do you see what I'm describing here? This is an example of not just being okay with who I am. Not just allowing this experience, this emotion, energy and motion to have a voice, move through my system, and then go on to the next experience. Oh wow, look at that. I'm feeling jealous. Oh, this is so interesting. Okay. Oh, where does it live? Oh, there it is. It's right here in my body. Oh yeah, I can feel it. It's right in my chest. Oof. It's hot. It's hot. It's full of heat. It's red. It's pointy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, there it is. Okay. It wants to scream. It wants to to shake. It wants to shake. And just letting these parts of us be expressed and have a voice and, and exist and letting that be okay. Right? It's really hard for most of us. Why? Because we've been programmed to believe it's not okay to feel that way. It's not okay to act like that. It's not okay to be that way. Your needs aren't worthy. You're too much. You're too loud. It's rude to do that. It's disrespectful if you put yourself before others. It's disrespectful to have desires. If you fulfill your desires, you're making a deal with the devil. How about that one? Right? So there's all these different belief systems that many of us carry with us. So... The journey to accessing genuine self-acceptance and through that moving into authentic self-expression in every single moment. Let's talk about that. What do you say? <laughs> First of all, I want to say that the, the journey is lifelong, at least for this lifetime, maybe the next. So can you just breathe that in? This core wound is the best way I know how to describe it, that you are working with, that you want so badly to be gone and to transmute, and no matter how much yoga you do or breath work or meditation, it it always seems to come back in one way, shape, or form. 
it's a lifelong journey. That is the journey of being human. If I transmuted all of my wounds and just had nothing anymore, then I'd be pure spirit, pure light again. Then I wouldn't be human. Then I wouldn't be here on earth. Do you see this? I wouldn't be here on earth anymore. I'd be like, whoop, okay, bye, back into the sky. <laughs> so this journey is lifelong, and it's okay. It's okay because when I remove my own resistance to myself and what is, whatever is in this moment, it actually becomes a lot more ease-filled, a lot more manageable. I like to say emotions move through me in manageable bits. It's my own self-created resistance that makes it unbearable. So we have this lifelong journey of peeling back the layers of not you to uncover more clearly the real you in this moment and this moment and now this moment. Because you are ever-changing. You're not the same person you were five seconds ago, five years ago, five decades ago. I am ever-changing. I'm not the same person I was five seconds ago, five minutes ago, five hours ago, five years ago. So I always like to say, you know, with everything I teach, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Because this is what I believe in this moment. I'll probably have a different belief in 10 minutes <laughs> and in 10 months. So just take what resonates and leave what doesn't because I'm ever-changing, you're ever-changing, and what resonates will constantly change. So we have this lifelong journey of peeling back the layers of not you in order to uncover real you. What does that look like? Peeling back the layers of not me, for me, is becoming vitally aware of the thoughts I engage in that perpetuate stories that make me feel a certain way. So there's a huge difference for me between emotions, energy in motion that is moving through my body, my system. It's literally an energy form. And thoughts, stories I tell in my head that perpetuate a certain feeling beyond its natural lifespan. So I, I experienced this first, and the first time I ever like got real clarity on this was about a year after my mom died in 2016. And I had been so deep in sadness for so long. I remember saying to my ex, Warren, one time, like, he said something like, what are your dreams? We were talking about dreams, and I said, my biggest dream right now is to go a single day without crying all day. I just want to make it a single day without being sad all day. And it had been this way for, like, about a year. And so something I learned through that experience of grieving the loss of my mom is 
there's emotion, there's energy. So sometimes I can feel an emotion and experience come up in my system. And how do I know it's an emotion that lives in my body? Because I have practices that allow me to get in touch with and stay present in my actual body with these emotions, with these feelings, with this energy. So that's one experience, and that's an energetic being that will come and just wants me to be present with it. And when I am present with it, eventually it subsides. And then it'll come again, maybe in a week, maybe in a year, who knows, right? But then there's this other experience, and I did this a lot in that year after my mom died, where I get the initial emotion, and then, so I'm feeling the sadness in my body, I'm releasing it, maybe I'm crying, screaming, pounding the ground, whatever I'm doing, moving, running, and then I start telling stories in my head. Wow, I'm an orphan. Both my parents were taken away from me. I'm going to be alone forever. I don't have family. I will never be loved. Who would want to love me anyway? I'm just a sad girl. Who would want to love a sad girl? I wouldn't love me. I'm so undesirable. Right? So now these are thoughts that come in and begin to perpetuate the sadness that I'm feeling. So that's what I call not me. That's not actually me. Those are thoughts. And I am not my thoughts. So part of this journey is peeling back the layers of not me to uncover the real me in this moment. And then, can I access the courage to just be present with real me right now? Can I access the bravery to say, this part of me is okay? It's okay that you're scared to show up, self. It's okay that you're scared you're going to be alone, self. Instead of, God, what's wrong with me? Why do I always think this? Okay, I need to feel like love and light, love and light. I need to feel free. Okay, I'm so loved. Why can't I feel grateful? Okay, I'm feeling sad. Let me just switch to gratitude. Gratitude, gratitude. What am I grateful for? Right? All of these experiences are ways of not being present with what is. So don't get me wrong. Breath work, yoga, dance, therapy, all of these things, meditation, they're tools and they're beautiful tools and they're useful tools and they have a place. They absolutely have a place. And they're simply tools. They're not a remedy or a medicine to quote unquote fix you because you're not broken. What is up my sugar pie honey plum? <laughs> Quick interruption from your girl Nikki Sunshine here. If you are enjoying this episode so far, let me tell you, my dear, you are going to be obsessed with my latest creation that I've created for you out there in the world. The creation is called Free to Be Me, and it is a four week immersive group coaching program filled with practices insights, and a whole lot of love and dancing. Now, we're starting the beginning of June, so what this program is about is everything we're talking about in this episode. Emotional healing, energetic clearing, and self-acceptance, all as a means of learning to open up your channels 
truly accept exactly who you are in each moment and free yourself to the beautiful experience of authentic self-expression in each and every moment. This program is basically an accumulation of all the insights I've gathered, all the practices I've taken into my own life over these last four years. And it's finally ready to be stirred up and served to you in the world. So I have made this program extremely affordable for all of you out there. This is one month with me. You get all of the content and practices for life. You get access to me and your group of soul sisters in our private Facebook group for support, a co-celebration forever. And you get to be a part of this communal experience of deep healing, of authentic self-expression, of self-understanding and compassion. Mm, it's going to be so good. So we're going to laugh together. We're going to cry together. We are going to dance together. And I cannot wait to have you in there. If you want more information, you want to get all the juicy deets, please click that link in the show notes. It'll take you right to the page for this program where you can get all the yummy details. If you have any questions, shoot me an email at relationshipbadass at gmail.com and put in the subject line free to be me questions so I don't lose your email in the sauce. Ooh, I'm so excited to have you. The first three humans who sign up and commit get a free one-on-one 60-minute session with yours truly. So if you like that one-on-one -on -one with your girl, don't waste any time. Make sure you are one of the first three to commit. We're starting the week of June 1st, so at the time of the, this episode launch, you have about a week and a half to take action. All right, my darlings, thanks for listening, and now back to this juicy episode. Healing doesn't come by doing enough meditation that you finally heal these parts of you. Healing is experienced through accepting these parts of you, learning to accept all that is you. So I just want to make it known again, have your practices, have your tools. These are very useful, and I use them myself. I use them with myself. I use them with clients. I use them in my group programs. So the tools are great, but just don't be mistaken thinking, okay, once I do enough meditation, then I'll be healed. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> if you don't accept these parts of you, you're like, this part of me that feels unworthy is wrong. She's bad and she needs to go away. And then you meditate for a million hours. guess what? That part of you will still be there and you will not feel healed. This, in my perception, I can say with certainty. Healing is loving you right now. In your pain, in your tears, in your fear, in your anger, just as you love yourself in your joy, in your radiance, in your laughter. And most of the unbearable pain that all of us are feeling is actually our resistance to who I am right now. Think about it. Imagine a river, water washing down a stream, okay? 
just close your eyes and envision this. The water's moving gently, right? It's it's there. There's energy there. The water's moving, but it's it's just gently moving down the river. Now imagine if you build a dam of rocks and logs and you build it up at this point in the river, right? You're creating resistance to the stream. What happens to the water, the flow of the water? It becomes bigger. It becomes massive. Waterfalls are formed because the water has to make its way over the resistance. So if my feelings are the water, ah, if I just allow them to flow like that of a stream, yes, there's energy there. I'll feel it. But when I build resistance to the flow of this energy, so maybe I'm resisting my sadness, I'm resisting my self-hate, I'm resisting my anger, that feeling only becomes magnified by the resistance that I created. I'm creating the magnification of the feeling itself. And what I've learned from my own experience is that when I just allow these feelings to flow, just flow with ease, with grace, with love. And yeah, there's pain. Yeah, there's heartbreak. That's a part of being a human, but it's far less extreme than when I resist. So in my experience, learning genuine self-expression. I'm sorry, genuine self-acceptance is one part of the journey, right? Now, nestled with that is finding the courage to be authentically self-expressed in any moment. Why? Because... Freedom is being authentically self-expressed in every moment. I don't feel free when I make more money. I don't feel free when I have a bigger car. I don't feel free when I have enough friends. I don't feel free when I finally have the boyfriend or girlfriend I've been calling in. I feel free when I free myself by allowing myself to be who I am and express who I am in every given moment whether nobody's watching, whether everybody's watching, that is freedom. And everyone wants freedom, right? So as I'm learning to genuinely accept all these parts of me, I'm simultaneously beginning to unlock the keys to authentic self-expression. And authentic self-expression, it's healthy. It's My self-expression is movement of energy from my system into the world. Right? And energy needs to keep moving or it gets stagnant. It gets dead. Think of water. Uh, if you leave still water sitting out for a certain amount of time, this film will grow over it. And it becomes like murky, kind of like a pond. You can picture it. But uh, a stream, a waterfall, water that's always moving is fresh, right? You'll drink that water. It's, it's fresh. It's moving. It's clear. And so 
to keep my system clear and fresh and always moving, I need to be expressing myself. And so genuine, authentic self-expression is medicine to the soul. It's medicine to my energetic channels. And you guys, it just feels so damn good. <laughs> it feels so good to just be me and not give a fuck <laughs> about what other people have to say. And it's not like, oh, that person's judging me. Wow, they're so, they must be just so depressed. And wow, I feel pity for them. Like, what a lame person. It's like, someone's judging me. Oh, okay. Cool, that's your journey. That's where you're at. Word. I'm just going to be over here being myself. No big deal. Maybe I get curious. Huh. Okay. What comes up in you when I do this? What is it? I'm hearing that you're enraged when I do this. What's that feel like for you? What do you feel in your body? Right? Maybe I get curious. Um, that, to me, is fucking freedom. I'm going to share a short story that's coming up in this moment. Um, a couple years ago, I went to a Tony Robbins event with two of my now dear sisters. Um, this event was really our first time really spending time together, and it's what cultivated this beautiful sistership with my sister, Katie Williamson. Shout out. She is on Maui right now, Oh, place I love. And my girl, Jocelyn Sousa, who is actually here in Bali with me, working on the Feed the People project with me. Um, both of these women are amazing. You should follow them both on Instagram. Head on over to the gram. I'll, I'll link their um, pages in my uh, in the description for this episode. They both have incredible things to share online. So anyway, we were at Tony Robbins, and it was the first day, and anyone who knows me knows I love my Tony. So I was so excited. This is like a dream of mine to go see Tony Robbins live, and I finally made it happen. And the first day there's music and everyone's, you know, getting situated. And so Katie and Jocelyn and I are sitting in our seats and then I just get up and I'm like, I have so much energy. I'm so pumped. I'm like, I just got to start dancing. So I go into the aisle and I'm dancing and I'm kicking around and just like, ah, feeling so damn good. And just so present with the self-expression I'm experiencing, right? Just being present with what's in my body. I'm not like scanning the audience, seeing who's looking at me, what's going on, is anyone judging me? I'm just with myself, feeling my joy, feeling my radiance, feeling my dance vibes. And so I was probably out there dancing for, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 minutes, and, I, and I'm like, whew, okay, got, now I'm feeling like I want to rest. So I go and sit down next to my girls, and uh, Jocelyn shares with me, God, like, She's like, oh, I got so triggered because these, these people over here, they were, I actually can't remember if she shared with me right then or if it was later in a hotel room, but what she shared with me is the people sitting in front of us as I was dancing were just making fun of me completely, like laughing at me, cracking jokes, saying she's this and that, wow, look at her, how lame, wow, she's too much, and there was like a group of four or five of them, and they were just making fun of me, and what Jocelyn shared with me is, Nikki, it was so interesting because here Katie and I were getting enraged, like, don't you talk about our Nikki like that, and we just wanted to jump in and defend you because we know how amazing you are, and like, fuck them, they don't even know you, right? And, and she said, and then what I realized is I looked at you, and I realized, oh my God, she doesn't even care. She doesn't even care. 
she probably knows people are making fun of her. She doesn't care. And that for her was a profound moment of seeing someone who is truly embodied in just being who they are. And I really loved that share because it was a moment of validation for me of like, yeah, thanks for sharing that. I really don't care. I really do feel grounded in who I am. And so that's freedom, right? Being who I am, feeling so much joy, feeling my sadness, feeling my anger, and just allowing myself to feel those things as they arise and letting that be okay. So this brings me to one more note I want to make on self-expression. When you decide, okay, great, I am going to genuinely express myself in every moment. Here I am, world. I'm ready to show you who I am, whether it be online because I'm starting a business. Maybe it's just in my relationships with all my friends. I'm going to let my inner weirdo come out instead of holding back and just trying to be like the crowd to fit in. I'm doing it. Here we go. I want you to know haters will come. I wish, my darling, I could tell you that the moment you decide to be who you are, that everyone just is inspired and wants to support you and love on you. Oh, how I wish I could tell you that, but that is so not the case. In fact, the more you step into your self-expression, genuinely, authentically, vibrantly, boldly, bravely, the more you're going to trigger people, upset people, the more people won't like you, right? Because when I'm walking around the world as an edited version of myself trying to be liked, people are going to like me most of the time, right? Because I'm, I'm literally modifying myself to be liked. Maybe I wanted to snort out laughing at my own joke at the middle of the, the gathering with friends. Like, <laughs> holy shit, I'm fucking hilarious. Maybe that's what I wanted to do. But then I edited myself, so I'm like, mm-hmm. didn't even really let that laughter out because nobody likes someone who laughs at their own jokes. What are you, conceited? <laughs> right? So that's someone who's easily likable. Maybe not super inspiring or not, like, hello, memorable, but likable because you're not being too loud in any direction. You're just kind of modifying yourself enough so that you don't disrupt anybody's patterns and comfortability. Yeah? Honey, the moment you let your true freak flag shine, because we're all freaks, we're all weirdos, I'm saying it, I don't have science to back this up, but I believe deep down we are all fucking weirdos, which actually makes being weird, quote unquote, normal, but everyone's modifying themselves to be not weird, so that makes that the normal right now. (laughs) You follow? (laughs) So you're going to have haters, and... You know, if you're sharing online like I do, sometimes those quote-unquote haters, I like to call them teachers, um, will come in the form of random people online, maybe people from your past, maybe people from your present, um, coming out like, wow, how could you say that? Wow, you're so this, you're not that, you annoy the fuck out of me, you trigger me, yeah? And then sometimes these teachers will come in the form of straight interpersonal relationships, I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm going to break up. I can't be your friend when you act like that. I'm just noticing I don't really resonate with you anymore. 
maybe says a friend. You can't act like that at Thanksgiving, maybe says your mom. Right? And so some of these teachers will be people you know and you love and you hold dearly. And that, my love, is the medicine. That is the medicine. And honey, let me tell you, that shit hurts like hell sometimes. I think we have time for another little story. Um, it was just a few weeks ago, as I mentioned in the intro of this episode, I've been here in Bali alone, and it's not a lot of chances to meet people. And you know, I've, I've met some people here at a restaurant or you know, in passing, but no one that I've really deeply resonated with. That I'm like, oh my god, holy shit, give me your number, let's ha- hang out. Until three weeks ago, I met this woman and. She was just making small talk with me as she waited for her juice in a juice bar that I was sitting at, finishing my juice. And next thing you know, her and I are just chatting away for over two hours about relationships, writing, creativity, love, life, like all these things. And there was so much resonance in the room. Um, Like our energy was so high because we were resonating so deeply. It was actually making a couple people, well, this one person I have in mind, a little little uncomfortable. He was okay, but he was just like, I'm going to go. Like, this is a lot. Um, And I was like, wow, thank you, universe. Like, here's this friend. I feel like I can, we're going to get together and write. She loves cats. She's going to be my cat's auntie, all these things. And so we left that juice bar with a laundry list of plans to, you know, christen our newfound sisterhood and our friendship. And we lived right down the street from each other. And so um, I went home that night, and I messaged her the next day, and I can't remember what it was, and she didn't answer, and I messaged her the next day, and she didn't answer, and a couple days go by, and I messaged her again, and she didn't answer, and this happened until maybe like my fifth message I sent, I started to get this feeling like, huh, I feel like she doesn't want to be friends, um, so I just asked her, and I said, hey, I get the feeling that you don't want to be friends, um, you know, is this true, if that's the case, maybe you could just let me know so I could stop messaging you, and she responded with a voice memo, and what she said was, you know, thank you for being who you are. I saw your online profile, and once I saw that, I realized I don't want to be friends with you. People like you, in my perception, have leaky energy, and I just don't want to be around that. So, like, you know, have a good life, and no, I don't want to be friends. Let me tell you guys. That shit hit like a dagger to my fucking heart. And even I, who have been doing, who's been in this work of authentic self-expression actively, genuine self-acceptance for four years, had that wound come up in me. The rejection piece, like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Should I not be showing up this way? Should I be showing up differently? Am I scaring off the people that I should be connecting with? Oh my God, what's wrong with me? Right? All of these things. And man, it just, oof, it hit deep. It hit fucking deep. And what do I say? Yeah, so that happened to me recently. So this, I, I, I'm coming back to myself now. The reason I was sharing this story is because these things will continue to happen, right? 
just a month before that, I was rejected by the family I was staying with for a month here in Bali. If you're following me on Instagram, you know that story. Just a month or two before that, my partnership ended, and my partner got a new girlfriend within like two months of a splitting. Boom, rejection, 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 right? So all of these in-my-life experiences came up to bring this wound up in myself so that I could be with it more. You see that? And so why am I not sitting here like depressed, like, oh, fuck, like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? I need to be different. Look at, look, all these people rejected me. What's wrong with me? Da, da, da. Because I'm okay with the part of me that feels rejected. I call her my little girl. I've accepted her. And when she screams and cries and wants to be seen, I simply hold her. I'm present with her. I allow her to express herself through my body. And eventually she goes, okay, that's all for now. Thanks. See you soon. (laughs) And I truly think it's because I allow myself to touch fully and experience the depths of my joy, of my pain, of my hurt, that I am also able to experience the unbounded depths of my radiance, of my light, of my happiness, right? I've had people in my life tell me, like, you're the one of the deepest, like, beautifully dark souls I know, but you're also the most like radiant, sunshiny, light soul I know, and it kind of confuses me. (laughs) And I truly believe we all have both. And if I'm silencing parts of my darkness, let's say, to encompass the sadness, the pain, the hurt, whatever it is, I think I'm simultaneously, without knowing it, silencing and putting a cap on how much joy I can experience. Really, truly, I do. So, this is the medicine, you guys. This is the motherfucking medicine. And it's what we're all being called to do right now as I record this at the end of May 2020. I don't know about you guys, but I've been talking a lot on Instagram about the storm that's occurring in the world. Mother Earth is physically manifesting a storm. I've been in the midst of like a six-day storm here in Bali, just non-stop gray skies. First two and a half months here, straight sunshine, blue skies every day. Maybe like a five-minute storm here and there throughout the day a few times. But this is like no blue skies, like straight storm. And as I've been talking to clients and friends and all of you from around the world, I've been getting reports that there are storms everywhere. And so there's this external storm on the earth right now, and there's also this internal storm happening deepest parts of us being brought to the surface. Oof, what medicine. So, (sighs) this is what wants to be shared in this moment. And if you're feeling called to this work and you want to learn these practices and Learn to integrate and love and accept all parts of yourself while simultaneously opening your channel so that you can engage in fully embodied, authentic self-expression in 
every moment and experience true freedom. Come join me in Free to Be Me. This group program is lit. It is going to be deep. We are going to cry together. We are going to laugh together. We are going to dance together. And this stuff works. This stuff really works. And I'm so excited to bring this to the world. It's like a formulation of the practices and the insights I've been learning and engaging in with myself for the last four years. And it's finally ready to come to the world. So um, I've made this program extremely accessible price-wise because... If you feel the calling, I want you in there. So uh, click the link in the info of this podcast episode to get more information on the program itself. I have a whole page about it so you can learn all the details. If you have questions for me, best ways to email me, relationshipbadass at gmail.com. That is relationshipbadass at gmail.com. Put in the subject line, free to be me question. That way I can make sure I see your email and it doesn't get lost in the sauce. And hey, if you love this episode or if you love this show, do your girl a favor. Take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram story, share it on your Facebook story, and tag me in it at Relationship Badass. Um, take that screenshot and go on over and send it to a friend or two or three or a family member that needs to hear this message right now. If you're feeling really brave, make a post about it. Just share the share the medicine with the people. That's what I ask if, if you've been served. Um, and if you're feeling really generous, you can scroll down to the bottom of uh, Apple Podcasts where you're listening to this. Tap one to five stars. Leave me a rating. Leave me a little review, a few words or more than a few, whatever feels genuine in your heart, in your soul, so that others who are looking for, you know, helpful podcasts on Apple can see your experience and maybe give it a try. (sighs) Okay, I thank you for being here. I thank you for being present. I'm sending you so much deep love and courage. Free to be me is starting the first week of June, so don't waste any time getting your info, getting your questions in, and joining us. The first three beings to sign up are going to get a free 60-minute one-on-one session with me. This program does not include any one-on-one. It is a group program. So if you like that one-on-one with your girl, Nikki Sunshine, you best be one of them first three people to sign up and seal the deal. All right, my loves. I love you dearly, and I will catch you in the next episode.